Welcome to the Old Dogs REI Network, where cash flow is king. Real estate investing, the means, so you can enjoy your retirement dreams. This is the show where we cut right to the chase. No sales pitch, no long monologues, just simple how-to real estate investing advice, so you can earn the passive income you need to enjoy your retirement today. And now, your host and chief old dog, Bill Manasero. Dogs, and welcome to Fun Facts Friday. This is our once a week, only on Friday show, where we have special episodes not featuring guests, where I will share tricks, tips, terminology, and techniques that will help skyrocket you to real estate investing success. Today's topic is Mindset Matters. But before we get started, hey, you guys, I am so stoked to be talking to you today. I hope you're doing well. Um, I am uh, very excited that we wrapped up that uh, 10-step episode series. And uh, so this is just kind of a just kind of an overview uh, today. I I think I want to emphasize a few key things and I want to mention probably the most important aspect of your success in real estate. So this is one you do not want to miss. Hey, just uh, checking in with you. I hope you're doing well. I hope your real estate, I should say your real estate adventures here are doing uh, outstanding. I'm talking to so many folks out there that are doing so, so well. It's exciting. We've been having fun as we are uh, moving forward with the liquidation of a lot of our personal holdings and uh, getting ready for retirement. So um, anyway, let's let's jump into our topic today, Mindset Matters. Now, I wanted to kind of take a look at this, the 10 steps to real estate investing success, uh, just as sort of an overview. Now, the, the, the whole idea of even having that series is really to be able to give you at least a format of what needs to be done in order to, for you to succeed at real estate investing. Now, there's a lot of things, yeah, that weren't included. There's no way I could have fit everything in there. There's a whole strategy regarding financing, for example, and working with banks and and mortgage brokers and and you know there's there's just a lot on the financial side we didn't really get to get into, but but these are the the foundation or, or building blocks of a successful real estate investing endeavor. I think it would behoove you, if you haven't listened to the entire series, is to go back and and I've listed in the show notes all of the series, uh, the various podcasts and with links. So if you look at one, maybe you haven't listened to, you might want to listen. I, I think it's it's good for both the beginner and the experienced real estate investor, because I think there's stuff in there that applies no matter what level you're in. These are key foundation principles that you need. And I think if you pull out part of the foundation, you know, you're not going to have a solid, <laughs> a solid approach and a solid strategy. So I, I think that, um, 
if you get a chance and haven't had a chance to listen to all of them, go back and look and, and listen to some of those. Now, in there, there are also links to other shows that will reinforce some of the key points. But I think if you just listen, they're not long presentations. They average probably about 20 minutes each. Um, but I think there's a lot of meat there. And if you want to dig deeper, there's plenty in the show notes to allow you to do that. So, so let me just kind of go over, you know, the idea was first off, I think the number one episode that we had is really is real estate investing even something you want to get involved with in the first place. I think it's the greatest place to be. I think it's the best investment by far out there. I think that there the benefits far outweigh, you know, the, the challenges. But at the same time, it's just not for everybody. And you do have to do some work. And uh, sometimes it's more work than you might have expected. But if you set it up right, it truly should become a passive investment resource or a passive investment strategy. And so I think that the first one is really key. Just before you even jump into it and start thinking about, oh, should I flip? Should I do this or what have you? Um, really, really make a real honest assessment. Look at what your needs are, what you want to be doing. If you're already retired, you know, do you want to get involved with something? I, you know, I, I, this is what I, I came into this right when I got back from the U S and actually started before while I was still in Haiti. And for me, it, it became a full-time job and I mean a full-time job. We're not talking just, you know, four hours a day, like a four hour work week, uh, like uh, Tim Ferriss's book. No, this is uh, something like a 14 hour day. I mean, it was crazy, uh, especially getting started because I'm, I'm learning like crazy. I'm trying to learn and do at the same time. And I've also got this podcast going and blogs and, and you know, meetings with people and networking, all the things that were involved. But it was six intensive years of doing that. And I had that as part of my plan that I was going to jump in there and roll up my sleeves and boom, I'm going to do this. And then now I'm you know past that six year mark. And now I'm starting to Get back to the passive side to enjoy the fruit of the labor here. And then, of course, we talk about the types of real estate. And there's all kinds. I know people that all they do is buy, um, you know, deeds of sale and, uh, and liens and things like that. Uh, there are people that just do billboards. There's people that, um, you know, do Airbnbs. There's rentals, fix and flips, syndications. I mean, on and on. So. Uh, we tried to give you a good overview, and we had a lot of links in that particular, um, in the show notes of that episode, to have you narrow down. I mean, you could you can go into different areas, but start off with something that you can become really good at, and you leverage it. And um, that's you know that's a that's a smarter strategy than trying to do four different types of uh, strategies. Um, then you know it's just it's just you're building the foundation. Okay, you, now you decided. Yes, I do want to do real estate. This is the particular strategy I'm going to use. Let's say it's rental properties. And now you build a foundation, you know, 
start looking at what your why. Why are you doing this in the first place? And what do you seek to accomplish or achieve? Um, you start doing your research. You uh, look for mentors. You start writing your mission and vision and setting goals. So, you know, you're starting to get the foundation in place. And then you, you need to look at the numbers. This is a numbers business. You don't have to be a rocket scientist. <laughs> I mean, look at I'm doing it. Okay, so I'm so far from a rocket scientist or an engineer here. And I can get the basic numbers. I know the basic numbers and I know what to look for. And and practice makes perfect, right? When you go through and you start analyzing properties, you're not going to buy, but you're going to see what the various numbers are that you need to know. And there's rules of thumb and other types of numbers in there too that you want to know about. And then we talked about the business side of it. You've kind of treated it like a business. Even if you just have one rental property or one Airbnb, it is a business. So you need to set it up in the right way. And, and that means things like asset protection are important. You have an Airbnb and you you know have guests coming into it and they slip and they hurt themselves and that becomes a lawsuit. If you didn't have you know, your LLCs in place, you didn't have the proper insurance, you didn't have an attorney, you know, then that could be a disaster. And, uh, you know, we all, the more properties we get, the, the higher those risks go. So setting up as a business, you know, setting up your accounting, uh, being able to track your numbers, whether you use QuickBooks online or, or some other process, or you have a bookkeeper, uh, tax advantages. I mean, you're in this, one of the reasons I'm in it is because of the tax benefits. They're huge. And so you, you need to understand that and plug that in early on so that you're tracking everything from the beginning, from your first property or your first syndication investment or whatever, and you and you track it forward. Okay. So setting up the business part of it. And we talked about building a team, how important it is, you know, to get a good attorney. If you're going to multiple states, you're going to need attorneys in every state that you're investing in. Um, you need a good CPA, a real estate CPA. I mean, we're talking about somebody that actually has investment properties that understands the real estate investor side of things, um, bankers, mortgage brokers. I'm not going to go through all the lists now. You can just listen to that episode, but real important. The team is critical because a team sport, it's not a solo sport. Okay. Um, then, you know, putting together your strategy, your niche, finding that little market, that little area that is really maybe not utilized that much that you can really just focus on and just crush it. Um, or maybe it'll just be something that a lot of people do, but, you know, maybe you have a little twist to it. Also, finding the best market. Now, again, I say if you can invest your own backyard and generate cash flow, that's the way I would go. You know your your neighborhood, you know your your region, your state, your city, and that that is great. I mean, and you can go to your properties if you need to. I think that that's the best. But if you can't do that, and I was investing from Haiti first, so I couldn't really go anywhere uh, except Haiti, and uh, so I had to go out of state, obviously out of country at that point. But then when I moved back to California, I. Was, it was still maintaining these properties out of state because they got better returns. So, um, you know, you got to, you know, you got to zero in on a market. Um, then really getting specific on your plan. We were talking about earlier the why and your, your mission and vision and so forth. And that all goes in your strategic plan. But the plan itself is a living document. It's something that 
will help you succeed faster and more profitably because you're constantly working with it. You're tracking things as you try new types of strategies or marketing uh, techniques or whatever it is, you track those things. And if something's not working, you stop doing it and you move on to something else until you've got this refined plan. And over the years, it gets better and better. You get faster and faster results. And you also boost your profitability by having a living, working strategic plan. So that one is a real key one. And then the, so the final was really just, okay, you got all this great stuff in place and you're ready to go. But are you going? Are you going to step out and do it, or are you going to just? Well, maybe I need more research, or maybe I need. Uh, I think I need more money. I mean, and then we start moving into all the sort of the fear creeps in. Maybe it's the fear of failure. Maybe it's the fear of success. Maybe it's whatever it may be. It's that step where you just have to do it, and that I believe is really where you start your education. I mean, you can do all the seminars and all that other stuff in your research stage and really get good at it and uh, get a lot of information. But until you, you know, sort of put the pedal to the metal and really start doing it, you're really not, not learning to the degree that you need to, to really master it. Again, that's a, a quick little recap there of what we talked about. We couldn't cover absolutely everything. We gave you a good overview of the foundations. You get a good solid foundation. You get the good fundamentals in place. You're going to do good. You're going to do really good. But the idea is you need to move forward. I think to me, the biggest thing that we really haven't addressed at this point is, okay, you got everything there you need to succeed. All the steps, if you followed them, boom, 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 you've got all you need. But then there's a key component, and that is your mindset. Now, one great thing about this podcast is that I have interviewed so many fascinating people. I have all different walks of life, all different types of real estate investing, some not even in real estate that have had just a profound impact on me and and my learning as I have been interviewing them and and some people continuing relationships with or partnering or what have you. I've just seen this this one thing that really stands out to me, and it, it's it's kind of a phenomenon. But I but I, I really think that the people that have been the most successful, maybe over the shortest period of time, are probably the people that are the most naive. And I know that sounds really stupid, but that actually is really true in so many cases you'll have somebody that comes into this and maybe they were brought in the wrong way you know they saw the commercials with the ferraris in the driveway and bikini clad ladies or whatever it is that that you know that made them want to move into this um this area and they're thinking oh that's great i could do that that looks easy and you know it's anything but easy but sometimes they kind of come in naive like that but they come in with the idea that there is no really possibility of, of failure and they some of them believe it or not they kind of stumble their way to the finish line and they succeed and they do great i think it's because they they didn't get caught up in the zeroing in on the failure part of it and the mistakes because that is a part of it and that is an, a real important part there, there's various degrees of success but but, you know, you have to really look at the fact that, yeah, I'm going to do this, but I'm not going to get hung up on the challenges. 
in many regards, you know, we kind of, you know, we, we look at these these gurus out there that are uh, sometimes, you know, you think, God, you know, they're charging me that much to do this and what have you. But I know some people that have gone into maybe not the best coaches in the world, but they were so fixed on being successful that despite the program, they they kicked it, you know, and they did really well. And so it's it again, it has it goes back to mindset, you know, and I think there are some people that go in there and failure is just not an option. You know, so so how do you get that mindset? And everyone is different. You know, mine, for example, is based on my faith in God and I put my trust in him. And as I move forward, you know, I have that confidence and 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 that helps me a lot. There's people I think that go in from many different standpoints, but you know, and we're all gonna have our doubts and so forth, but but those things can take people over, you know, fear of failure. Um, you know, you start always zeroing in on worst case scenarios. I mean, you need to know what those worst case scenarios are, but don't dwell on them and don't get hung up on them to the point where it freezes you from moving forward. You know, you, you want to be able to, to just keep moving forward, you know, be driven by the fact that you will succeed and how successful you'll be wholly depends, again, on that mindset. Now, you could be somewhat successful and as you get a little taste of success, maybe back off a little bit. And, you know, then those are people that kind of f- fear success because they think, oh, gosh, it's, you know, the, the bigger they are, the harder they fall, right? A healthy way to approach it is to look at you know, every mistake, every failure. And that's one of the reasons why on this show we ask every guest, you know, what's your biggest mistake? What's your biggest success? Because I think it's important we learn from other people's mistakes as well. Because they are lessons. You know, I think every mistake is a success lesson. And that's how we have to look at it. You know, I've had close friends and relatives who've started out great. They hit some rough times. You know, maybe they were a real estate investor, you know, during the Great Recession, but they hit rough times and they just panicked and sold everything. And sure enough, you know, all those people that I know that did that all regret it years later and said, why didn't I just hold on and stick it out? And, and you know, because it's kind of in a lot of people's nature, it's just to bail. And uh, it was funny because when the Great Recession happened, I was in Haiti and we had, uh, you know, stocks and bonds and and in in our uh, IRA, and I didn't even you know we weren't we weren't really actively trading there, so I, I I just forgot about them. And you know everybody else I know that was panicking, they lost their retirement money and all the terrible things that happened. And you know you know years later I, I you know I go back to look in my at my investments and and they're doing great. And if I would have just I mean I, I think. Again, if we would have just left them alone for many people, um, I think that they wouldn't have had the, the problems that they had and, and stuff. So, But we do tend to panic when, we t- when things get rough. And I think the key thing is just don't be discouraged. Don't give up. Be persistent. And that's key. I've, I've talked to so many people that have, have, have been in that position where they are, um, they're, just, they're just constantly you know, they're constantly afraid of making a mistake. And, and you know, we're going to make them. And, you know, and 
I'm thankful when I when I make a mistake because I go, oh, there's one more thing I've learned, okay, not to do. <laughs> and, and, and so it helps me to become that much more educated for the, you know, the future. So um, you just kind of you know, take a look at those, learn from those mistakes, the mistakes of others, and then you re-engineer, okay? That didn't work, so let me try a different approach, and you and you keep moving forward. You got to run from also that analysis paralysis that can just settle in there and just take you over, and uh, you know we've all dealt with that. But it's funny because it's no coincidence that many of the most successful real estate investors that I have interviewed on my show are engineers, and and here I'm thinking, gosh, these guys. Don't seem like the, the typical guy that or gal that would be doing real estate investing. But honestly, I think the reason they're success because they're professional problem solvers, right? Isn't that what an engineer is? You call them in and and they try to solve this problem, whether it's a software they're working on or maybe they're building a bridge. And there's always they're always looking for the best solution to a problem or a dilemma, right? And it doesn't hurt that they also happen to be numbers guys and gals where they are, you know, they're working with numbers all the time. And of course, that's what we're doing in real estate. So you kind of put those together, you know, problem solving with, you know, being somebody who's can master the numbers and and they and you really end up with a winning combination. And I think that's why some of the 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 engineers I've met have been so successful. They love to solve puzzles, you know? They're just like puzzle players. They look at real estate investing challenges and they don't get discouraged. They say, hey, this is another another problem I can solve, another equation to be, to be solved. And so I, I really think that that it was something to learn from from those people that, that you know the you got the real naive ones that come in and yeah I can't lose this is real estate I'm going to be a millionaire you know <laughs> and then you've got the others that are the real analytical people that are also crushing it but they're doing it for a different reason and I think that you know somewhere in between there or maybe borrowing a little from both sides we can go in there not naive but I think we can go in there being prepared to win and not to lose. And when you encounter something, hey, great, I had a good lesson there. I now I know what to not to do next time. I can be twice as effective next time. And and at the same time, learn your numbers, get all the 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 things you have to have in place to understand how to make it work. And you put it all together and you're going to be so much better off. So, if you haven't listened to all 10 episodes, you know, I hope you go back and have a listen. If you haven't started investing yet, or maybe you're just frustrated because things are taking too long, or maybe you just hate landlording, for example, hey, you can change your strategy there. Um, If you're impatient, well, maybe let's take a look at what's uh, causing the delay. Um, Sometimes we hesitate when we're we're fearful, and uh, there's a lot of reasons for those things happening. Um, Whatever it may be, if you haven't started well maybe it's time to think about let's let's just step take a step in and make it happen whatever may be your situation i think you know listening to this series will help encourage and motivate you to get you going Um, granted there's a lot that's not in there that i wanted to have in there but with limited time i tried to cover what i could And, and i think it's it's all stuff that you can use real estate investing now more than ever and especially in today's economy and volatile marketplace, 
I think it is still one of the best, if not the best place to put your money. Well, thanks for all of you that listened to the series. I hope it was helpful for you. Hey, I'm open to other ideas and other topics. Anytime you want to send them to me, I want to provide you content that you can take home with you and will help you move forward. So that's it for now. Please note, old dog listeners, everything presented here, and there will be links as well in the, the our notes here. They can all be accessed in our detailed show notes at the Old Dogs website at olddogsreinetwork.com forward slash blog. And you're going to look for the episode entitled Mindset Matters. Well, that's the show for today. Remember, cash flow is king and real estate investing the means. Until next time, keep moving forward and may God bless. Thank you very much for visiting the Old Dogs REI Network. We would greatly appreciate if you would stop by iTunes and let us know what you think of the show. We would love if you could subscribe to the podcast, give us a five-star rating, and write a review. The more ratings and reviews we receive, the more visible the podcast will be to others. Thank you.